Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including Steven Universe, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I am joined by Alex Bonilla. Hola. Haley Neighbors. Hello. And Steve Zack. Hello. Today, Alex, Haley, uh, Steve, and I are wrapping up our uh, Steven Universe November 10th Steven Bomb coverage, discussing the last two episodes of The Bomb, Sadie Killer and Kevin Party. Um, this is our uh, fourth uh, November 10th Steven Bomb podcast on uh, these, these six episodes that dropped on the uh, Cartoon Network app and website. Today, you can find um, our previous podcast at OverlyAnimated.com or search for Overly Animated Steven Universe. Um, and subscribe there on iTunes or YouTube to not miss any future Steven Universe or other animated content. Um, so yeah, this is, uh, the fifth and sixth episode. This is where the last one. So make sure you've seen all six episodes before listening to this and, you know, listen, find our previous ones at overlyanimated.com. Um, but yeah, let's, let's get into things here. Um, uh, overall impressions of Sadie Killer and Kevin Party, uh, Alex. Sadie Killer was surprisingly good. Like when I when I first finished watching the bomb, uh, I said, "Is Sadie Killer the best episode of this of this group?" Uh, after rewatching, I think it, it ends up being second best. But I just really like the vibe that this uh, this episode gives. Uh, I really enjoy the song in the middle. I think that's like a top top ten song in the entire show. It's just so good. The the cool kids are cool. Uh, Steven is a little is a little annoying, but like it doesn't really take away from the episode, and it, and at the end it just it feels so freeing in a way. So it's just it, it's a very once again it has nothing to do really with plot. Uh, we barely touch on Lars in this episode, but it just it feels like a Steven Universe uh, episode, I guess. Kevin Party felt weird in a bad way. <laughs> like I, I think the the whole trope of uh, bad. Uh, giving bad advice leading to relationship drama it, like that that part is just annoying to me and is but it, like uh, comparing it to say star versus the forces of evil i, I prefer this angst to starco angst but i i enjoyed the how dare you the how it ties up together here and uh, all in all it's an okay episode but below but probably below average compared to the other episodes of this bomb okay don't bring your starco hate into this podcast but uh you know <laughs> converse is the better ship oh that's not even close to true converse is great but and also it's a bad ship name but okay um so alex is a love sadie killer and matt on kevin party Haley, what are your takes on these two i think they were both uh i think they were both fine episodes i think what's hurting these episodes is my my own expectations going into them, I thought that they were going to be a little more exciting than they were. Um, but putting that aside, if I were to just sit down and watch them and know that they're just not filler episodes, but like, you know, like a Steven Universe filler episode where it's just kind of character focused and things are happening and it's not a huge, big um, ramifications from it. But look, looking at it like that, I think they were they're very pleasant episodes. I think the Sadie Killer thing was funny. Um, because her uh, uh, disdain for employment was pretty great, and I could sympathize as well, so that was uh, good. And also seeing her go all evil was interesting. Um, and Kevin Party was cool. I wanted more uh, Connie and Steven time, and I, I was angry at Kevin for keeping them apart, because <laughs> I thought they were going to get together, and I was expecting... 
something to happen with like just how Connie's looked different and her hair was different and her clothes were different and everything. And I was wondering like, oh, have they been like some weird time thing happened and it's been two years for her or something that was where mine, mine was spinning. And then no, she just got a haircut and all was fine. Um, so I, I wanted a bit more out of that episode and I wanted more of them together. So once they were together, then I really liked that part of the episode, but the Kevin stuff was fun, but I feel like it went on a little bit too long um, just cause he was getting in the way of them. But but I think they were they were fine. They made sense in terms of wrapping up the bomb, um, since it seems like this bomb was kind of about, uh, like, Connie and Steven not being together. So it's good they're together now. But yeah, I think they they were they were fine in the end. I was I wasn't angry or anything, but they were they were <laughs> not wow. my favorites. But what a ringing endorsement! Kind of, I wasn't angry at the end. Yeah, yeah. no. I mean, for a Kevin episode, that is high praise. <laughs> very true. Very true. Yeah. 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 I think no, it, they were pretty. Just they were good. Okay, they're good. Um, I think you're. I think you're wrong, Haley. Kevin brought them together. He wasn't keeping them apart. He specifically there brought was. them together. Like they wouldn't have. Uh, he, he brought them together physically, but he kept them apart emotionally. Okay. Yeah, that's for like fair. a good seven minutes of the episode. Yeah, it was a long like, time. Stop, Kevin, stop. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Steve, thoughts on these two? Oh. Well, I'd really like Sadie Killer a lot. I always like Sadie episodes. Sadie's one of my favorite characters, and I love that song. Um, I'm very glad to see more development with Sadie and the cool kids developing a, a friendship, you know, a relationship. And um, she's part of that crew right now. And um, though I do one frustrating part of the episode, though, just like the previous one. No mention of the Stephen Connie plot. I thought that should still be like something that should be mentioned. Hmm. I like to compare this to say the Sardonyx arc. How that even an episode that doesn't di- in that arc that did not directly deal with Pearl and Garnet, it was still mentioned. I thought they could have done that, but that's just a little nitpick. Um, but yeah, uh, I love that episode because I love Sadie. I love the cool kids. So you see some. So they're all of my favorite little tiny characters. So he has points there, and glad to see you know Buck and Jenny. They're still getting along despite the political campaign thing that the election that kind of had the family. <laughs> that's true. That's together. true. <laughs> not not that I think Buck cared. I think he wanted his dad to lose so he can spend more time with him. But um, uh, what else? But yeah, I, I really liked the episode and the fact that Sadie she quit job at the big donut. I'm thinking. Maybe an opening, maybe for maybe paired up, maybe could get a little job there and find a new and live at the big donut. Mm, yeah, I can hear the fan fiction writers gearing <laughs> up right now. <laughs> oh, someone else suggested maybe maybe, maybe former Mayor Dewey, maybe. Yeah, yeah, either Mayor Dewey or Paradot are the leading candidates for. Oh, together, yeah. they'll need two spots though. Lauren oh yeah, Nancy. I guess they'd quit. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and um, as for Kevin's party. Oh, when I first heard about the episode, I thought it was going to be more of Kevin trying to redeem himself. I remember why I posted <laughs> it. Hashtag, hashtag post- Kevin Demption? Wow. <laughs> uh, remember why I, post- I posted the hum in the Discord, a clip of, you know, the old Return of Jedi, it's a trap, you know, trope, um, meme. <laughs> That's what I thought, because... But anyway, um, when I figured, when I realized this was the Stephen Connie little arc... I knew this was probably going to be the conclusion to it and probably do something with Stefani. And to my surprise, Stefani did not appear in the episode. 
Oh, Mikuchi did and kicked Kevin's butt. But, <laughs> but I think, but <laughs> Kevin actually, he's he's the he's best in this episode. The best Kevin episode of the series so far. He's the less jerky, the less doofusy. But <laughs> so I have to question one thing though. Seeing all the people at the party. Is Kevin even... What town is Kevin from? Because I don't think he's from Beach City. I saw none of the Beach City teens there. Nobody. Yeah. I think he's from another town. I think uh, when they had that little that little party before, you know, that dance party, when he introduced, he just wandered off from another town. And I think he's from a neighboring town. That's my opinion yeah. on him. But I'm glad to see Steven and Connie maybe work things out. And, and I'm glad they had to talk it out. And Steven had the right idea to come clean with his emotions. He should not listen to Kevin's lame advice. Lame advice. Yeah, and, uh, but I, uh, oh, and, yeah, realize Connie took custody of, of Lion. She took custody <laughs> of him. And, oh, yeah, and Connie's new hairdo, I like it. I'm not sure I like it better than your host's hairstyle, but it was something new. I'd give it that, but, uh, but personally, I like Sadie's party a little better, but uh, uh, Sadie, um, Sadie Killer a little bit better than uh, Kevin's party, but they're both okay. Okay, both okay episodes from Steve. Uh, a lot a lot of hot takes there in, in the intro. <laughs> Steve coming out hot, but um, yeah, so I'm go- I've been saving my hottest take for the f- this last podcast. <laughs> so are we ready for, <laughs> right. for the right. ultimate hot take for the Steven bomb? Um, Do it. We're going to start off start off strong. Kevin Party is the best episode of The Bomb, and I love it. Um, by far, my favorite episode of The Bomb. Like, not it's not it's really not even close. Like, I actively enjoyed Kevin Party a lot, and all the other episodes underwhelmed me. So, um, Kevin Party's a, bi- a big the big winner here for me. Uh, I just I just love all of it. Like, every every single minute of this episode worked for me. Um, I, and Kevin was very sympathetic. He, he was, uh, great. I loved him and Steven's interactions. Just the tone of the episode felt right. Um, I love, uh, Connie and Steven's talk and, um, how Kevin was like, was related to what was happening and just all the dialogue in the episode and the music with the party music was incredible. Kevin party was, it's just the first episode of Steven universe since, uh, wanted. I mean, it's only been six, but it's, it just, it really worked. And, um, it's, it's a bit shocking considering it's the underwhelming, you know, finale to the underwhelming plot bomb. But, um, yeah, I just, I just really like this one a lot. And, uh, Sadie Killer is also pretty good. Um, I think it's probably like the fourth, uh, you know, it's, it's the fourth best episode of the bomb. I, I think the song's good. Um, I just, I never really, I, I don't really care about the cool kids that much. I think it's a big weakness of, of the episode, but, um, the, yeah, the, the, it's, the, the episode is a good tone and a good song. Um, but you know, it, it certainly pales in comparison to the, the behemoth episode that is Kevin Party. We're all in agreement on that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, well, I do want to say that yeah. that's not actually that hot of a take well, because on, I, I've actually been seeing people support Kevin Party as a really good episode, and I, I can see it in a way because it does have a bit of a a bit more of a sitcommy style than usual Steven Universe episodes. It's got a lot more focus uh, on the relationship drama, and, and I know that's those are uh, like concepts that steven universe usually like skirts around like hit the diamond is probably the only other like really sitcom episode i could think of and we praise that one right this one had a similar setup so if you like that style of humor where, where like uh, it's very it feels kind of structured like you know where it's going but th- as long as the jokes are good you can tolerate it 
it's it's a fine episode, and I, I can understand people enjoying it, it, especially given that this bomb. I feel like, uh, in terms of humor, it's been a little weak as well. Like the, there are some episodes that have good jokes, but it's been hard to find an episode that's been funny all the way through. And I do think uh, um, Kevin Party is doing its best to put jokes all the way through uh, up until the Stephen Connie interaction. So uh, uh, honestly, I can I can see it if you want to go that direction. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, this I'm, one I'm serious. held my attention the most. Oh, really? Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, out of all of the ones in the bomb, this is the one where I I was actually able to like I don't know be in the episode a bit more than the other ones. I found the other ones are very interesting. Like I think they were good. I think the whole bomb was like. It was good. Nothing was really too exciting. Um, but this one was the one where I was actually like, I don't know, I actually laughed, which was nice and was interested and invested in what was going to happen. I like Stephen and Connie meeting up again. Um, so I think I'd have to agree, Dylan. I think this one, Kevin Party would be my top out of the box. Didn't you say so you like Sadie Killer about her though? I don't know. No, no. They're both just like good. Oh yeah, you said they're both good. They're okay. But they're it's chill. Yeah. yeah, they're chill. Okay. But I th- I think if I'm thinking about like like there were moments in Sadie Killer and all the other episodes this bomb where I was just kind of like, okay, like let's let's keep going, see what's going to happen. Whereas Kevin Party, I think maybe because it was almost entirely set in the same like scene and area. Yeah. yeah. It flowed a bit better. Yeah, nine yeah. nine minutes of the episode are in the same spot. I think I think the f- other five episodes all feel like they're in- inconsequential. Like, uh, the, you know, yeah. Steven Universe at its worst. You're watching it, and it's like, okay, nothing's happening. The show's just spinning its wheels. And um, not that I'm saying the, all those episodes are actually doing that. I think there is some some good stuff in them, but they feel like nothing's happening. And Kevin Party feels substantial, even though it's not really substantial. It just it feels like it has momentum, and that it's it's uh, it, it it paces well. Um, and it just, it's working towards a big moment. Um, like I just actively enjoy watching Kevin party a lot more than any of these other episodes. I like, I will say just in terms of like working to a big moment, I think raising the barn has that where like you're leading up to this big lapis paradox, um, like, uh, argument. So I, I don't think in that sense that you're right, that this is the most substantial. And even with the, like the point of this is to get Steven and Connie back together, but in this show that's inevitable. So it's not like. It's not a, really a thing that while well, you expect to happen, and that takes away part part of the whole um, excitement over it. At least, at least for me, like knowing that that's what the ending is going to be. I like Kevin's party a lot more than I thought I was going to when I heard this title. It'd be about Kevin because I hate Kevin, but this was like I really liked the episode, and yeah, I was so pumped in the moment of seeing Stephen and Connie, the moment when they're going to finally reunite. So. Admiral Jackson, if you want to say the best episode of the bomb, you know what? It might be. I it's too early for me to rank them. I just saw these episodes. They are all the episodes here in the bomb, like they're all like they're all right. You know, it's it's I think we all have to agreement though, this is probably the weakest bomb of the series. Probably. Um, yeah, I, I think it's I, hard to remember all of them. The one, the one in early season two, it was the uh, maybe the Sardonyx bomb. Um, not crazy about that one, uh, but yeah, yeah. There's it, so many. It's one of the weaker ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh, in, in the Kevin party, um, yeah, Kevin like giving Steve all this bad advice. It, it uh, it's quite a cliche. I'm, I'm, um, Alex, you know, like OKKO did something similar. The whole let's have second date episode. 
No, well, that but, was like that episode was much funnier. So I, I, I know, I know, but that's, that. more, like, that's more obvious joke. But you yeah. know, like, why is Stephen getting advice from Kevin? What does he know? He Stephen made the right. He had the right idea, and Kevin just being a teenager, not knowing any better, just screwing it up, just like Ronaldo in um, Full Disclosure. Yeah, and. Uh... Yeah, so I think I think yes, it's it's kind of tropey with the giving advice. I don't even care about that though. Let me. I think Alex is right in that um, raising the barn also has a uh, substantial climax, and I do think that is the second most successful episode of the bomb for me. Um, so you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna insult that one, but uh, for me, like I I really felt the tension leading up to the end of this episode throughout the entire episode of Kevin Party, and um, I didn't didn't take it for granted that Stephen and Connie would make out. Obviously, they're going to, but the bomb had been so focused on uh the steven's feelings and the weight of uh of of the break like the breakup between the two of them that uh i i was you know i i just i very much felt uh this build up and uh you know you see connie there and she looks different and like they don't talk right away and it like it, it it's it's one of the best examples of this uh the best uh, entries into this trope, I feel like, that uh, I've seen. Um, just this episode just feels very familiar. Like, it feels sitcom-y, sure. But um, I feel the weight. I felt the build-up the entire way. I think that's probably the difference between this and uh, Raising the Barn is, um, I, you know, it didn't, it wasn't, uh, I think I think the hallway through, it's better than uh, the, the climax. But I do agree that episode's also mostly successful. Um but yeah, it just you know I just it, it was it was tense. It, the it, it built up, and um, I it, I do think this served well as the uh, the climax to this Stephen Connie drama that had been recurring through the bombs somehow, despite them having the idea to make the Kevin episode the big uh, the big climax here. I think it worked. I don't know. I guess it's not that hot of a take, right? Because none of these episodes are su- are superb. So like calling one the best, no, isn't, like yeah. Yeah, like the weird parts, I think, uh, besides Dewey wins, I think you can make an argument for any episode of this bomb to be the best. <laughs> it just depends on what you're looking for, honestly. You, you know, I'm thinking maybe the whole Paradox Lapis thing maybe should have been left out of this bomb so the focus could completely be on Steven and Connie. I'm just, no, I, I needed the breaks. Yeah. I needed the breaks. <laughs> yeah. so, you know, it's sort of like people may not remember exactly the Steven and Connie arc here. I'm just I'm not saying they should have. I'm just saying maybe if you want to consider that, if you want it to be more memorable of what the of what the plot was about, because definitely because Lapis leaving the barn, that's definitely a big event that people are going to remember. Yeah, I, I think they buried that a little bit. That's the biggest plot event of this six episodes. And it was, you know, in the, in the second episode and not really uh, dealt with again. But um, just Peridot's feelings were. Um, I, I, I like the decision to table the Stephen Connie drama for an episode or two because I think it gave weight to the time, uh, the, the time distance between, uh, them. Like this is Kevin parties a few weeks after, uh, Dewey wins. And I really felt that because, um, I'd seen Steven do other things and interact with other gems and Nick Connie hadn't been in his life for a while. And then, um, you know, he, she's there again. She has a haircut by the way. Connie's haircut's incredible and it's her best look. Um, yes. just, just want to get it's that a great there. look. Yeah. 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 She's, uh, by, by far, this should be her new look. It, it was a great. I can't look. wait. To, can't wait to see Stefani now with, with that new look. Okay. Does, okay. Wait. So does the haircut <laughs> affect the, the fusions haircut? I think it does. Yeah. Why? Why? Because Stefani's hair was Connie's hair, but bigger. Okay. And now it's shorter. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Maybe. I don't know how the the physiology of that works, but yeah, sure. well, it's all it's all a big question. I have a weird thing that kind of tripped me up in uh, Kevin Party, where I don't really buy like I love Connie, but I don't buy her rationale for not talking to Stephen because it seems like it's been like three or four weeks maybe mm-hmm. and she had lion the whole time like he wasn't that busy the whole time she could have just pulled over and been like hey i gotta talk to you in person so i thought that was kind of like i don't know they were they had a loose end and they explained it away that way because i feel like she didn't have a very good excuse of not talking to him if she had lion with her the whole time i don't know did you guys think that was weird i thought that was weird <laughs> it's weird if you think about it a little bit and i think yeah, the weird like the time part line the, the weirder part here is Lion. Like, what is his purpose? Yeah, here? what is he doing? Because, because, like, at the beginning of the episode, like, first of all, we haven't mentioned Lion for the past, like, four episodes. In the beginning of this episode is when Steven is finally putting up posters that yeah. Lion is missing. And <laughs> he has stuff to do. Sure, it's sure. But, and then at the, at the end, uh, like, Lion is accompanying Connie, and uh, that's how they ride away. But then, like, what, if line is there as a transportation device, why don't you use him? Just all in all, like the way that the show is using line is just so weird. Like I feel like he should be used either more often or just disappear because otherwise, like it, it, he he just applies as too too many holes in plots. Yeah, that's why I thought that there was more to why they were so quiet for a while because it seemed like people were concerned that Connie wasn't talking to him, and it was like, oh, okay, that makes sense they had a fight but then i was like oh but lion's been gone this whole time so maybe there's more maybe they're trapped somewhere and then uh, and then she looked different and then it was just like oh okay never mind (laughs) they just doing that but yeah i don't know that yeah i definitely liked kevin party but there's just points in it that i think more so are relating to the whole bomb that kind of bugged me yeah so i think yeah steve I think it's obvious. Lion just sided with Connie in this fight. You saw yeah. the face he made when they. He's very fickle. Yeah, he but was see, very mad at Steven, so he, yeah. he, he needs some space too. But see, if he sided with Connie, if Connie wants to go, Lion would have taken her, but Connie never yeah. decided to take yeah, Lion. Yeah, so the, the plot thread of Lion in this bomb doesn't make any sense. And um, no. did, why, yeah, why does it take Steven until now to put up posters if he doesn't know the lines with Connie? Um, yeah, it's, it's, it just wasn't well integrated. So that's, that accounts for a lot of what we're talking about here. And, um, uh, why I think even if Connie has lion, she couldn't have teleported to their vacation house because they didn't necessarily know where they were. Um, so, well, he was at home. They were gone at the vacation house for a week. Right. I, so I think what she, she, she was saying, like, <laughs> I didn't want to talk to you at first. And then I decided I'll yeah. talk to you in person. And by that time, you're already on the vacation. But the, 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 the part that doesn't add up for me is after that, when they got back, mm-hmm. there's still a little bit of time period when she could have came again. But maybe she didn't. She just didn't feel like actively pursuing it because she was still I mad. Um, I don't think it's that big of a deal to me. Uh, yeah. The show does attempt to explain it. But I think it's uh, because the, the logic thread throughout the entire bomb doesn't super work that. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. And just to contribute to the sitcom, I feel like when Connie was explaining all that, I was like, oh, is this is like the comedy of misunderstandings that is in every rom-com. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, this is why things didn't work, because this happened and this happened and this happened. Right. Yeah. That, it's not like that part was spectacular. It's like, oh, you were at, you were on vacation. Oh, that's why I didn't see Connie. Yeah, whatever. It, it's 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 fine. Um, I, I, at least I appreciate the attempt to explain the large uh, absence. because Yeah, it was, that's good. Yeah, because it was just mostly just there for plot. But um. Or for her character. Rather than just her saying, like, oh, I didn't want to talk. Like, because that would be 
like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's not very satisfying. Yeah. But, but at the end, Stephen and Connie uh, reunited. And um, uh, so Connie ultimately did want to talk in person. Um, she, Connie says, I'm angry. I miss you. I feel like I'm out of my mind. But then Stephen just genuinely apologizes. And uh, they hug and they head out on Lion. Oh. Adorable. Yeah. Yeah. There's the Stephen we know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of his, uh, his party gear, though? It's a toffee retro, like from the 50s or. Uh, so yeah, what? quite a look. It, it just looked like uh, Nantucket bro. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, you got Kevin's scarf. It was great. Um, but uh, yeah, but then uh, Kevin wants them to turn into Stevani and they're like, nah. And then they head out. So um, yeah, Kevin episode, no Stevani. It was shocking. But, uh, you know, I think it was a good subver- subversion for a specific purpose. Yeah. Also, thank, I thank goodness, too, because the way they framed it is like Kevin being, children, go do it. Like, it's, 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 yeah. like, it's so creepy. Yeah. Like, it's, I also, I, also, I don't think they were ready to reveal the new Stefani hairdo. They want a funny well, hairdo. Reason, yeah. like, oh, we need the reveal for, for the season finale. <laughs> that's our most uh, anticipated plot line heading into the next batch of episodes, right, is the uh, new Stefani hairdo. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they they make up. And uh, Alex, how do you think this functions as a, a climax to this uh, Stephen Connie uh, fight arc that we've been getting this this whole bomb? It's fine. Like if you put Dewey wins one episode and this episode, like it was just like one episode in between. Like I I'd see that okay, that's a nice short arc, and uh, I buy it. But I guess that the whole like extending this for this to be the thread of the entire thing. That's what kind of diminishes it for me a little, but on its own, on its own, it's an okay ending, especially given that we, the show has taught us so far that uh, Stephen and Connie are just meant to be for some whatever reason. If they had the guts to say it's for Connie to say no or like wanted to go do her own thing, I'd love this episode a lot more because then the time difference would have actually meant something. But in the end, it means not really much of anything. So it's okay. I think I think like what I said before, the time difference serves to create tension for this episode and just the the weight of their separation. Um, uh-huh. But I'd have liked the tension to pay it off in something more than just status quo, I guess. Right. But it, uh, yeah, ultimately, this just doesn't really work as a framing device for the bomb because it's it's just such a in, in, inconsequential, like back to status quo type thing. So like, I, for me, it really works in this episode, but it, as a cross bomb plot, it, it it's it's mediocre is, is what I would say. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. had a lot of status quo in the in within the arc, like uh Sadie quitting her job, uh, Lapis leaving, mm. Paradise breaking, breaking the status the, quo. You mean? Yeah, yeah. Breaking and Paradise moving back in the bathroom. So a lot of like status quo was changed throughout the bomb, but the main, the main part of the arc was more like getting back to status quo. Right. Yeah. It, it is weird that the big event. Uh, I think Lapis leaving by far the biggest event, and also Sadie quitting and Paradise moving back in. None of those seem to be, matter as much to these episodes as the Stephen Connie drama, and that's not really fulfilling from an overall plot perspective. No, I forgot about it. As like when we were going into Kevin party, I was like, oh yeah, they're fighting. I forgot about that as a plot point <laughs> because we had so many other like other episodes that were completely focused on other things. And aside from the vacation one, and uh, I guess the first one as well, Steven didn't seem too upset, you know, like when he was in, uh, in Sadie, Killer, <coughs> Sadie killer and stuff, he was just like with his buds and everything. And it wasn't 
Like, like maybe if they had asked her that him, like, oh, hey, where's Connie? And then we at least get a name drop about that. That would have been interesting. But I think more could have been done to... Oh, how about you try to write a song in that episode, maybe like a love song, and things like yeah. and he breaks down crying. That would do it. <laughs> you had that half song at the beginning of Raising the Barn, like, I yeah. wish I could tell, and nothing ever came of that. No. <laughs> so probably, they'll probably get that song one day. I'm, I'm sure they would not just tease that song and not No, they would. They, they would, yeah. Yeah, they would. <laughs> they, they would. Uh, would? <laughs> they, they they just like writing partial songs. I think that's definitely true. But oh, I mean, Gemcation was an entire tease episode. Yeah, it was. Um, of course, they love teasing. Yeah. So um, yeah, it's it's I yeah I I think it works. You know, not not it's a fine plot. It's whatever. You know, it's it's just not a good plot to begin with. I don't think it's the climax's fault. Um, that that it does this. But yeah, they're happy again, and Connie's a new look, and they're stronger than ever, and uh, Steve and Connie forever, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, next big topic from Kevin Party, of course, is Kevin himself. So, um, <laughs> Steve, you mentioned hashtag Kevin Demption. Uh, did we get that this episode? <laughs> I don't know. We probably get the closest to a Kevin Demption if we're ever going to get with this character. At least the part, though, maybe we get a little hint of where he's coming from when Stephen Connie said. Maybe a girl probably broke his heart in the past. Yeah, yeah. We learn about <laughs> Sabina, mm-hmm. who, uh, yeah, you mentioned Sabina and then goes red. And then uh, Connie and, and then Steven's like, I think uh, he had his heart broken. And Connie's like, uh, yeah, he would. <laughs> like, harsh. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Speaking the truth. Yeah. That, 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 only, that line, that was really mean. It only works because Kevin's so terrible. <laughs> like, that's. <laughs> yeah. And Connie's so sweet and we love her. Yeah. Yeah. I saw an interesting thing. I was just doing a little bit of uh, internet searching and Reddit, I found always a good place. <laughs> it was, <laughs> there's like the theory that Sabina is a mystery girl. <laughs> yeah. We, oh, we've been talking yeah. about this on the Overly Animated Discord. Alex, you're, bu- yeah. you're buying it. I, I, I yes. if it's a character that we've seen before, that that's the leading consensus. Of course, they can just invent a character as they did in this episode. There's just a bunch of new background characters. Shout out to Derek. Uh, but yeah, if it's a character we've seen before, like that's the only S name we know. I think exactly besides, De- besides Sadie, yeah. Derek off-screen background character, also voiced by Kevin's VA. Pretty funny. Um, but yeah, but, yep. yeah it's uh, no Sabina's not mystery girl. Come on, this is uh, Sabina. Hey, why not? It's a throwaway. It's a throwaway line. Like it's not a you know. I don't think this is good. We're going to be brought up again. I think it could mystery, be. I think mystery girl is too old for Kevin anyway. Right. They were at the same party though. In theory, Kevin is a teen, as he says in this episode. It keeps saying teen party, um, and Mystery yeah. Girl is like probably not a teen. So uh, yeah, I guess I don't. I don't buy it. Yeah. Well, maybe he tried to get with her, and she rejected him, and that's what it was. It was because you know it doesn't mean he, if he's a that's teenager, true. he can't try. Yeah, that's yeah. true. It's they weren't necessarily true. together. Uh, he could have just had his heart broken. I do like Sabine as a name for Mystery Girl, though. Um, so yeah. it has to be a mysterious name, a non-conventional S name. So we'll we'll, we'll draft some some new ones for that. So you, you think though, though, Mystery Girl, if you ever talks, that that would be Rebecca Sugar's character? Uh, no, <laughs> we need to save her for someone. As much as I like Mystery Girl, we we would need to save Sugar for someone important. I think. Oh. By the way, for the for someone who sings for the records, Mystery Girl is not a character. I don't think they intended to to, to be a two episode. Like at this point, because yeah. she's so popular, but that was a one off episode. Like this is not. I don't know why we're all taking it for granted that Mr. Girl's coming back. This is not it was, yeah. a, it was a one-off. Come on. Um, I know. Anyway, uh, yeah, Kevin. I so 
Kevin in past episodes, I think, has just been completely uninteresting to me. And uh, Kevin episodes haven't been good. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm not a big fan of Beach City Drift. And I didn't think he's, you know, whatever. But I thought Kevin here was actually really sympathetic. I mean, not like really sympathetic, but um, I loved his dynamic with Steven. And um, I I just thought it worked with the tone of the episode really well. Um, Kevin, MVP of the bomb. Alex uh, predicted that would be my hot take. I'm going to put it out there. Oh, so you are going to get that take. Uh, See, that's a hot, that's a hotter take. Right. Uh, Ke- yeah, what do you think of that take? Ke- who, who else would be the MVP of the bomb? Kevin. Well, he got Steve and Connie back together. Right, he's, so, he's the one who resolved you know, the plot, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess there's. I guess we got to say that he's the MVP, <laughs> even though we may not like him. <laughs> no, In terms like- of great lines, he wins, too. Like, yeah. he had some killer lines. Like, yeah. I, I lost it when he was... Like, what was he when he was like, oh, but I, I need the old people to whisper na- my name as they die. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, geez, Kevin. And and all that stuff about like, oh, Connie's good. She's got a dog yeah, now. Yeah, and yeah. yeah, that was a great kind of line. She, yeah, she, he said, uh, life's good. She's got a dog now. Yeah. You can't tell a dog in a line. <laughs> no, he can't. He's a cat family. I thought he might say yeah, she got a cat now, but a dog yeah. just makes him look more stupid. Yeah, and he also said, did you guys break up? Can seven-year-olds even do that? Um, yeah. Yes. Oh, Steven's response. I'm 14. Uh, Kevin's closer in terms of appearance, I would say. But, but yeah, uh, yeah, you're, you're you're living. Make her want that life with you. That was a good line too from Kevin. Yeah, yeah. I think also the bit at the beginning when they had that um, when he like pulled up in the in the car and trying to get his number. I feel like that scene could have gone just like boring and like okay, let's move on. But I think that was actually legitimately funny yeah yeah he said he said, he said he said i thought your name was clarence yeah yeah um, exactly yeah another good get yeah. in line you think though no maybe if steve and connie get married you know have, have a good life together they're gonna think back of kevin saying oh thanks to kevin good old kevin right. they, they have to invite together. kevin to the wedding right he got them back together yeah I think they won't remember that, but he will, and he'll just be telling <laughs> well, everyone at the he, wedding. He's that. definitely the one who's going to crash the wedding. <laughs> I mean, oh yeah, uninvited. I, I mean, like in back, I'm back to the future. You know, Mari's parents give Biff all the credit for getting them together. So I'm telling you, Kevin <laughs> is the number one uh, converse shipper. Like it's it, it's how it works. No, no, he's the number one Stevani supporter. Yeah, well, that's right. that's definitely true. <laughs> I like that we've gone <laughs> full circle sure. with Kevin, and he's like. Uh, 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 Stevani's uh, way cooler than me, and that's why we need Stevani at the party. Yeah, um, it, it's 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 good to compare that to the earlier uh, Kevin episodes. Could, is he getting closer to being on Chloe's level, Dylan? Ah, uh, um, I did really like Kevin in this episode, uh, but come on, not Chloe, not Chloe from Miraculous Ladybug level. But uh, Kevin has the potential to be a great uh, mean girl, except not a girl character. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. there's potential here. Um, uh, like Dorian, right? <laughs> Right, yeah. Did, so you did you enjoy uh, Kevin, Steve? Yeah, I joined the most in this episode yeah, more compared than to others, the other yeah. two. Alex, what I like the fact that he's more he's more funnier this episode yeah. than he just just mean in the other episodes. Um, especially the first episode he was in. Um, he really barely had a personality in that episode. Yeah, right. He he's and it should be noted he's trying to help Steven here. Like it's for his own gain, but he is like most of this episode he's giving him advice. So Yeah, I, he's not trying to sabotage him. Yeah. Well he's the son he's the son Marty deserved or should have had. Ooh, ooh, okay. Yeah. Uh, well, they're perfect. Like Marty, he would do. He could do nice things too, but yeah, for his own fair, game. That's fair. Yeah. Haley, uh, thumbs up on Kevin <laughs> as much as we can. <laughs> yeah, I think he was he was a fun character, and he definitely, I think, in this episode, kind of fulfilled his niche 
and did it really successfully and is an interesting character that we can bring back now because you know like next time he has a party he'll be like i need that pink portal lion because his whole crew was like oh no as the lion was leaving so it's a new hot thing um yeah i liked his choice of neck warmer with his cowl there and i was like that line about how it's not cold and he's like it's always cold always cool when you got your cowl out but yeah no i think he was really fun and i think that all of his um funny lines an interesting character and not being malicious at all but just like just being himself and this is actual advice that he thinks is going to help steven yeah um was really good and help this episode quite a bit right he's so, not he's not malicious he's really i think fun. that's why he comes across no. a lot better yeah um yeah exactly whereas before he's been kind of he was starting to tread the line between being kind of like a funny sympathetic mean girl kind of thing whereas in the past he was more so just like just mean and annoying um so this is good yeah at times he in the past he's been more like a sociopath than my yeah yeah definitely yeah. other good kevin line i'd written down was uh think kevin how do people treat their friends yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah after learning that it's yeah. not a breakup thing yeah uh, yeah and, probably... and that was yeah that was the line i was actually gonna highlight because uh, this episode i think what it does for kevin is it adds a bit of in- insecurity that they, I think they've been trying to get across in previous appearances, but it just hasn't worked. Like with Beach mm-hmm. City Drift, you had, for example, like him making up the fake uh, sister story just to get sympathy, and like that just comes off badly. But here you, you have him mentioning his breakup offhandedly. You have that, that thing like, how do people treat friends? He recognizes that Derek isn't his friend. So like it, it's a, it comes off a bit better in like, uh, making him not a one-sided vil- uh, villain in this universe than previous episodes. So I think that's what helps him a lot, like just giving him those little details that they just haven't been able to do in previous Kevin appearances. Yeah, they give him a lot of uh, surrounding character, like uh, his his previous love, his uh, quote-unquote friendship with Derek. Yeah, it, it's, uh, it really humanizes him a lot. Um, <laughs> only, only last thing for this episode I want to highlight is Steven giving his phone number and, uh, it's a 301 area code, which is my area code. Uh, yeah. Hi, hi for that. yeah no, it may, so this is a Maryland area code. And, uh, so Delmarva is like, uh, their state is Maryland, Pennsylvania, Delaware. Um, and I, uh, beach city is supposed to be based on Rehoboth, Dewey, uh, Mayor Dewey, uh, all these beaches in Delaware, which I think would be a 302 area code. 301 area code is where Rebecca Sugar grew up in. Um, so that's why I guess that's why they use that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if anyone cares cool. about that, but that was, that was, uh, a, a very, a very, uh, I've, all the knowledge on the Maryland, Delaware area codes for, for this episode. <laughs> Did that make you very well, happy, yeah, Dylan? Yes. See, the thing is, if Delmarva is one state in this universe, so then that that means that they can combine the area codes of Maryland and Delaware in our universe. Right, so they didn't need to go to 302. They just stopped at 301. Yeah, okay. There yeah. you go. But yeah, I, uh, I love the gag, too, though, the whole Stephen couldn't use that phone. Like, Yeah, what, do you have a BlackBerry? Yeah. I, and then he just... He, I yeah. guess, yeah. Yeah, that, that joke was straight out of, like, 2010. Yeah, not, yeah it's great. like it's like Kevin had the new technology, which is a 2010 <laughs> phone, and Stephen has still is what a flip phone from like. Uh, no, but Stephen have a smartphone now. I feel like he does. Yes, yes, yeah, he, he does. does. Yeah, so I don't. Anyway, I guess Kevin's just cool um, and still uses Blackberries. He's probably like vintage hipster cool, you know. That, I, I like, like Blackberries, the cool yeah. new are, thing. Are, are Blackberries? <laughs> <hipster now? laughs> I, guess, I have no idea. I guess so probably. 
Yeah, Alex. Uh, I, I do want to highlight the, the the music in that party was really cool. Yes, like, yes. I'm not usually one for EDM, but like that that felt like the background music of like a Mortal Kombat style fighting game. Like it was just like what what kind of atmosphere are you building here, Kevin? But it was amazing. Yeah. I I love yeah, that track. For me, the music just made the episode. It made the it completely set the tone, which is the thing that like ties the whole episode together. And uh, I just I really loved it. Like it just kept going throughout the whole party. Um, it, yeah, it's just one nine minute scene, and it has the music to tie it all together really really works yeah okay let's- i love too that there were like maybe like less than 10 people at this party as well <laughs> i thought that was yeah, an equal detail to, to make same, it more uh, the same crowd shot yeah 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 it's the only it's an exclusive party very exclusive <laughs> only the coolest yeah. teens yeah exactly yeah <laughs> and the two seven-year-olds okay yeah and Stephen and Connie. Yeah. okay let's talk uh sadie killer um highlight got to be the working de- the working dead song um it's yeah. a solid oh, like, yes. two, two three minutes or something like uh it, it's a lot uh yeah alex you you love this song i love it and i just love the entire performance because sadie's just going all out like with her delivery of the lines being very creepy she gets out her lip lipstick and just rubs it over <laughs> her eyes and the lyrics are pretty good too. Like the one that stood out to me, like I really ought to be in mourning, but I've got another ship this morning. <laughs> like, I know. I know, like, oh, that, that, that hurt. That, that that part was pretty good. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just is very like Alice Coopery, uh, like Ozzy Osbourne. Like it's, it was a it was a vibe that I don't usually expect out of Steven Universe, like glam rock, and it's just, it's just so fun. <laughs> And plus the backgrounds were just excellent, like incorporating that horror movie that they were watching into the, like, I, I, I don't know if that was that, like actually being projected onto the walls or whatever, but like that, it makes it feel like a music video almost. It's just so fun. Yeah, <laughs> definitely came across as a music video. Not, not clear like what's, like what's going on in universe with this, but who cares? Yeah. I'm sure the end will release as a music video online. Yeah, they should. They should put that up on YouTube. Definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Haley thoughts on this as a, uh, as a takedown of retail work. <laughs> uh, well, as someone who has worked in retail for about, uh, like five or six years, this, this hit me in my heart. Um, and I was, I was to start off the episode. I was so angry at, uh, Steven when he's like, Oh, here, like, here's all these five different ways of payment. Please split it evenly. And I was like, Steven, no, just pay one way and deal with it yourself. But, yeah, I, I think it was really good. I thought it was interesting, too, because um, that's definitely kind of like a a topic that does not appeal to, um, like, Cartoon Network's normal demographic as well. Like, not many uh, of the people who are going to find this show normally or that are it's at least being marketed to most of the time have worked in retail for a while. Um, so I think that was neat, and I liked it a lot because it was a... Uh, a topic that I could really connect with um, quite intensely. Um, And I loved uh, Connie's song uh, and also the way it came about, because in the promo, I had listened to the lyrics and was very confused. (laughs) I was like, what is like leading up to this scene? Um, And I think it was very good. And I'm like all for her little uh, kind of, I guess, speech type of thing where she was telling uh, Stephen about, how she like the job hurts, but it also feels good and normal and safe, but it but it kills at the same time. And it's like, yeah, go Sadie, stand up for yourself. Um, and uh, yeah, I really I I I like that quite a bit. It was I liked Sadie in this, and to have her have an empowering episode where she just is like, nah, whatever, I'm leaving. 
See you later, suckers. So that was that was good. I enjoyed it quite a well, bit. Well, between this and Star, it's pretty much been let's take which been pick let's uh beat them take down with uh retail. <laughs> yeah, they just did a joke on the same exact thing this week, right? <laughs> oh, did they? Yeah. Well, it's probably honestly like the timing is not. Uh, they didn't write it according to this, but it's uh if you're in retail right now, yeah, Christmas Black is Friday coming. is coming up. Black Friday is coming. <laughs> you're getting ready. So, yeah, it was uh, the timing was good on this one for me. You don't have to work in retail those to get it though. Like, um, no, like like the way Stephen's payment. Like, I, I imagine if I was just a customer behind Stephen and I saw him <laughs> that type of payment, I would lose my mind. Like, come on, man. Yeah, let's be honest. Everybody hates that guy, not just the person yeah. behind the counter. <laughs> No. Yeah. Yeah. And then like also the uh, the napkins, even taking all the. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that was funny when she's just like they just keep going missing. He's like, oh really? <laughs> it's like, Steven, come on, man. Yeah, I th- I think this like really works. After given that we've seen Sadie in this terrible job for so long on the show, um, it's it's like yeah. very cathartic to to see her feelings on it and see her rebel against it. Uh, and it makes sense too, because like she was saying, um at the beginning of it when she was mopping the floors that she always really ended up doing Lars's job anyway, but at least she had someone to talk to about how terrible their job was. Whereas now it's just her and there's nothing keeping her there. So it, it made sense that this would be the time for her to quit. Yeah. And she, and Sadie quits plot movement. Um, are, are we Woo. buying this Alex as a long-term thing for the show? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, especially considering that we have La- the Lars plot hole to still, uh, the, the, that still needs to be resolved. But it, the, now Sadie's free. So you can, it, now there's a chance that like Sadie Lars can still be a thing and they just mm-hmm. go off and do their own thing now. The Sadie isn't bound to Beach City anymore. Yeah. yeah can Sadie join Lars in, uh, at Homeworld? Like, let's do that. <laughs> sure. It could happen very easily. Lion's back now. Maybe that'll be a plot of an, uh, an upcoming yeah. episode. And we've seen Sadie be competent outside, like Island Adventure, right? Like ever since then, we're like, huh, I wonder if they'll ever bring Sadie on these missions every once in a while. And then we want we wanted a B team of Lar, Sadie, and Connie once upon a time. And so, like now that we're we're starting to get inching closer, little by little, and this is a, just another step in like getting the the boardies more involved and gem stuff, yeah. even as as very slowly as we're going on that plot line. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sadie would be a great honorary off-color. That's my take. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't prefer to meet them. Yeah, I, w- I, w- meet the yeah I, wonder, I wonder what we're doing with this. I'm very interested to see, because this seems like a specific move, making Sadie quit. So um, how are we going to integrate her into the upcoming plots? Not that we really know. Uh, we, still have, we still have one like Comic-Con clip to come. But uh, like that, by, by the way, that... Lar- we don't need kind of spoilers, but the Lars of the Stars stuff okay. not uh, not in this bomb. Kind of surprising. Okay, so now Very we can surprising. say it. Sadie shall be a pirate. Hooray! I just hope I just hope they don't go to the cliche jealousy thing with Sadie and the off colors and seeing Lars run out by all these gir- females. Like, uh, but they, they, they don't really treat. Hu- well, I guess Greg, but other than that, we haven't really seen humans like be attractive. Yeah, Mayor, to Mayor them. Dewey, so, no, no, but, no, I'm just saying. I'm, no, I'm not I saying. Mayor I'm, Dewey too. Saying, <laughs> yeah, I'm saying I just want Sadie to be like a little like uh, intimidated or anything like that. You know, and a little, little like yeah. intimidated or jealous uh, by these I, other. 
girls. Like, I, I'd rather not, but I, I am interested in, in like because in this dynamic, Sadie has always been the more competent one. But now that we have Lars being in space for a long time, I would be interested to see like if there's like a dynamic shift where Sadie has to deal with Lars being the more experienced in the field now, and uh, like ha- how they interact. Like that would be something I'd be interested in seeing. Yeah, you know what? I want to see. You know, what we could see. I'll hopefully maybe. Pirate can sit in on the band one of these days and just get hurt. Like she needs a song to just vent to after what happened. <laughs> Why have you stuck Parrot on like two different different things? <laughs> hey, what's wrong with that? But she has like she has saying she has some problems too. Maybe just venting in a song form will help no, her. No, but let's say these things. Come on. Uh, but yeah, yeah interested to see. <laughs> how- Although actually. Actually, I do want to say, like, the, we've made the analogy of the cool kids being, like, the gems. Like, uh, Buck is Garnet and Sarapine is Pearl or whatever. So, Sadie is Peridot, right? Like, she's the new addition to the cool kids. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <Are you> Steven? <laughs> Steven and Steven, I think, them both, yeah. but uh, Steven is Steven. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> interested to see what happens with Sadie. The only other thing I had to highlight from this episode was um, uh, Sadie says, I'm I'm the only employee at this shop. I can't just leave. So um, actually confirm she's the only one working there now because... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Place. Who is, is the boss here? <laughs> she, that, that's not like... This isn't a thing that is possible to happen, to have just one employee working. No. Yeah. I guess in a town that's of 24, I'm... then maybe that makes sense, but... <laughs> That's <laughs> very true. I I am totally on board for uh, Peridot taking over the donut yeah, shop. Maybe, I maybe think that'd be hilarious. And, and uh, yeah, Mayor Dewey now. So yeah, they don't have much to do. So why not? Yeah, maybe have some no some some vegetation menus with you know like yeah exactly stuff. i do think this is a possible way for the show to write off the big donut um this could be it mm-hmm. could be its finale if sadie's not working anymore lars is gone we have no reason to show it maybe maybe that's what we're doing is the big donut a character that we need to write off yeah i mean it's like the first <laughs> location of the show so i think uh, i think it's a the, the sadie killer is the fin- big donut finale i think that's possible yeah. we're maybe moving when on. the big like maybe big invasion happens the donut shop be destroyed but, but where where will Steven get his croissants now? We got the pieces. He's got um, he got Fryman's. He's got. We not relate options. this more to Star. Okay. Um. So. Uh, <laughs> oh. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Alex. Uh, other Sadie Killer stuff you want to talk about? Uh, okay. I think the the the, the jokes when St- when uh, the cool kids are jamming like th- those are all really good. Like Buck saying, "Hey, guess who got it set to the number two music and seafood festival?" <laughs> like, yeah. What, what what kind of seafood festival gets like rock music? Uh, also, um, uh, Buck's uh, jamming song is just doo doo. But so I think they watched Rick and Morty <laughs> yeah, because. I think so. uh, yeah, so that that was interesting. Um, I, I really like the the, the um, Jenny sour cream collaboration there, where it's just beat, 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 and like Jenny is adding the bass and all. Like, uh, I I would have wanted an extended version of that uh, of that track. And uh, yeah, just like I don't know, like it, the music in these two episodes, like back to back. I don't know if it's because they were together, but like it really stood out for me in these two. Whereas in the previous episodes, like the there hasn't really been anything like in background music or whatever that's uh, made me pay attention. But these last two music were really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. The music was great in both of these. Um, Haley, final Sadie Killer thoughts. I, uh, I, I liked it. I think it was nice and Sadie's great and I feel good for her, I guess, <laughs> ending this. I also think it's just like maybe adorable isn't the right word, but I think it's kind of adorable how, Steven is just jamming with all the cool kids and they're also down with it. Um, 
And also Buck's comment where he's like, oh, Stephen, is that the scariest uh, jacket you could find? And he was like, yeah, totally. <laughs> like, so sincere about it. Um, I thought that was really sweet. You so, can't help yeah. being cute. No yeah, one exactly. and I can't being cool. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think that was Same a good thing. line. <laughs> that was a good line. Um, yeah, so I think it was like a lot of the episodes in this bomb. I think it was good and pleasant. And it was nice. And I think it was also interesting um, like you were saying, Dylan, to see if the donut stops being like a set piece for us going forward or become something else. We'll see. But I think there's might be potential there and interesting. It frees Sadie up to do more things, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Steve, final Sadie killer thoughts. Oh, I really liked the episode. Um, glad though Sadie got like maybe it was an episode in which, uh, Willie wasn't that much focused on Lars. She got mm. spotlight to herself. Um, yeah, we had episodes in the past, like Sadie saw in the same thing. But I'm just saying, you know, they're come where and far between. Um, I love the song, obviously. That probably maybe what connects me to an episode. If you gave a great song, I'm probably going to like the episode more than maybe I should. Um, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what happens with the big donut. Um, I think that's a good good opening for Paradox, maybe to find a home there, If especially if the, maybe if the Big Donut is closed down and there's no business, maybe she can live there. <laughs> yeah, she'll live in the, uh, the abandoned possible. Big Donut, yeah, sure. Yeah, why not? I've seen that before, the abandoned uh, factory stuff, people live there. Um, I'm not sure what show, um, didn't Mako and Bolin live in some place like that? Or uh, uh, I'm pretty sure there's an abandoned warehouse here in Beach City that they've never used. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and it's like right next, right near Stevens' home. Right, they're right nearby. Yeah, but um, yeah, but it's great seeing like the cool kids and Steven like uh, you know, interact and and mainly seeing Sadie and the cool kids like they're friends now. There's no doubt about that. She is comfortable with them. And I like seeing that. Um, I don't know much more to say. Um, but but yeah, uh, Stephen is adorable, trying to be scary, which could be a little he- hurt us when we had to fight the uh, the diamonds. <laughs> yeah. We might need him to be actually scary. But <laughs> other than that, you know, it's not really a plot episode. Actually, though, I think it's one of the few episodes in this bomb, along with the um, raising a barn that actually changed the status quo. So I give it that. Yeah. So it's thumbs up for me. Okay. Uh, here's my episode ranking. And then Alex, you can give yours. And then if uh, the other two you want, you can give it too. Uh, yeah. Kevin Party, one. Raising Barn, two. Um, back to the Kindergarten, three. Sadie Killer, four. Gemcation, five. Dewey win six. Alex, go. Uh, back to the Kindergarten, one. Sadie Killer, two. Raising the Barn, three. Gemcation, four. Kevin Party, five. Dewey Kevin win Party, six. five. Come on. Yeah. Oh, Gemcation yeah, over Kevin Party? That's not... Come on. Oh. Gemcation is funnier. It's got it's no, got it's more not. gem no, jokes and uh, yeah and le- le- it's got, it's less got a way less, It's got way less Kevin though. Uh, how can it be better? Yeah, that's that's a that's a bonus no. for me. <laughs> it could be a minus for you. Well, we have di- we have different uh, rating criteria. Yeah, Kevin's here. my number one rating criteria. Yeah. Okay, okay. Haley. Uh, let me think. Um, two, four, five. Were there six? No, yes, I'm missing six. one. I was trying to write a yeah, list. Steve, 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 <laughs> go first. Then Haley. Okay, okay. Yes, oh, I'm about to get a drink. Okay. Kevin's Party 1. Um, Raising the Barn 2. Um, uh, what's the one? Uh, the, what's the Back to the Kindergarten 3. Um, 
Sadie Killer four, Gem Cation five, Dewey win six. Okay, that's my episode rankings. Good job, Steve. That's the correct order. Um, you, you got that. You got that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Haley. Uh, okay, I figured it out. I think uh, six is Dewey wins, five, Vacation one, uh, four could be Sadie, three, Raising the Barn, and then my one and two is probably Back to the Kindergarten or Kevin, depending on the mood I'm in, okay. but yeah. Okay, uh, so you're outvoted, Alex, on Kevin party. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> They're all kind of, aside from like Dewey wins, and also I think the Vacation one too, I think the other four are pretty they're all, they're all, consistent. They're all similar, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, we're we're already going long, but this is this was a disappointing bomb. Is is kind of my take, and um, uh, I think we had a disappointing week of star and a disappointing bomb. I'll, I don't know. I might take that week of star. I'll, I'll take that week of star over this bomb. What do you think, Alex? Uh, I prefer this week, uh, like Steven Universe, just because I, I think the at least for me, I my expectations weren't as high plot plot wise since I we all knew that after coming back there was going to be a cool-down period, and this is the cool-down period that I think most of us expected. And I think it did a good job in it, developing some character. Peridot was worked on really well. We got good Sadie action. Um, for, for you Kevin fans, uh, we did good work on him. <laughs> so, and uh, I think jokes were pretty consistent, and just all in all, what I'm looking for in Steven Universe is just to feel ch- like really chill, get some good jokes, get plot mentions every once in a while. And like right now that we didn't get any plot, but it succeeded on the other two fronts. So all in all, it's doing what I expect of Steven Universe in these down periods. So I was fine with it. Whereas the Star vs. the Forces of Evil, we were expecting a little bit more on the plot side. And also we wanted more character development, which I don't think we've gotten, but we've already talked about it on the Star vs. podcasts. So just all in all, I think Steven Universe was more successful in its in this week than Star versus the Forces of Evil has been in their week. Yeah, I think I think uh, Steven was more similar to expectations than Star. I guess in overall quality, I'd take these these Star episodes, but they're both they both weren't. There's no, I don't think there's a standout episode among any of them this week. That's pretty disappointing to me. Well, well I can't believe I'm saying this because normally I love I prefer Star over Steven, but I think Steven this bomb is better than week one of this the Star Vember. But to be fair, I did expect. Week two of Starvember to be more of the bigger episodes. I'm looking forward to. So yeah, it'll it'll come. I see okay. that's more being complete. I see I see I see that more of a two week event that's in that's not complete yet. So this is but I enjoyed this little mini bomb, this cool down bomb. Sometimes I need a little cool down. Um, I don't I don't mind I don't mind having everything have to be plot all the time, but it wasn't terrible. It we didn't get that much Renardo. Um, <laughs> so, or. Or even onion. We got like one onion appearance, which I appreciated very much. Yes, that is that what makes a good Steven Bomb very little Ronaldo and Onion? I think according to a lot of fans I it th- would be. Yeah, maybe. No, I thought I did the thing was funny of how him um spoilers like talking about this his princess koala thing. Did you just say spoilers? Spent for Princess yes. Koala. Yeah. yeah well that's me about? sometimes, man. That's me um Dylan, you you are like though. It's like I'm like um, if I'm Ronaldo, like take like yeah, you're Ronaldo texting me. That's a hundred percent. Yes, that's that's what that was. 
like he's been trying to get people that cooked on this show. Just like yeah. just imagine, just take Luke Koala out and put in Luke Witch Academia. That is and me. He starts he starts spoiling Princess Koala, and Steven clearly hasn't seen it, and he just is talking about the plot arcs and like, come on, Ronaldo, like uh, what do you do? Okay, um, but he's excited to see his friends watch the show and continue. I I relate to that. Speaking of which, Dylan, how are you seen episode sixteen no, yet? yet? No, no, not not yeah. yet, Ronaldo. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, actually, I just want to say, like, in looping back to the star thing, I do think that if we're expecting Star Vember Week 2 to be more plot-heavy, I do also think in Steven Universe, if we have another bomb upcoming, since we have Lars of the Stars, that, like, at least for me, I think the logical step here is now to go back to space now that we have Steven and Connie made up and see what happens from there. So I think if, if you're following this pattern of, like, a bit, big bomb, little bomb, big bomb, little bomb, like, I, I'm okay with that structure, personally as long as you're consistent about it. And so far, we, we've been consistent like that for the past three or four bombs. Well, I wonder, though, will Lars and his crew, will they bump into Lapis? Yeah. That's a possibility. Yeah, a right? We can, we can loop. Lapis, yeah. They can all consider each other enemies because, you know, Lapis is not an off-color. And Lapis could think they're from, like, Homeworld out to get her. It'd be like a, a war, a fight. A battle drawn here, misunderstandings, of course, that can't happen because Steven is there because, you know, his perspective. So that right. could happen off we'll screen. See. I'm like interested to see what we do with Lapis. Yeah, there's a lot of possibilities. For reference, season season three's eleven episodes eleven to fifteen, if that is our next bomb. Season three was uh Beach City Drift, Restaurant Wars, Kiki's Pizza Delivery Service, so three fillers, but then uh Monster Union Alone at Sea. So I think we still have some uh some nonsense uh, possible in the next bomb, but then we should we should be ramping up soon if we follow the past uh, season structure. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I'm I'm not too optimistic to be honest, but uh, we'll. Yeah, hopefully it happens. Yeah, we'll 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 see in uh, you know June of next year or whatever when. <laughs> when it... Ye of little faith. Never know. Oh. Well, who knows? We might have some new leadership in our country. In June, June of next year. <laughs> What are you bringing that up? In June? No, no. Um, oh, no. By the time next time we have a new episode, what is, it could be maybe 2021. Uh, or oh, you think it's going to be like four years? Okay. It's, what do you think? This is Rick and Morty. Yeah, this like, it's, yeah, this isn't Rick and Morty. Although, um, you know, it's, it's quite a while from from this last month. Okay, we'll see. Over under middle of March. I'm going over to be honest, but we'll see. Uh, over meaning after. after. Okay, I'll, I'll take before. I, I, I like January. That's a little under two. I'm hoping January for some selfish reasons. So hopefully then, though February would be great too because that's my birthday. So birthday, I go under just with the sheer <laughs> yeah, you, hope that it comes out. You're really setting yourselves also, up to be disappointed. Like I know, but I also yep. feel like they probably have an insane stockpile they, of episodes they, made they, up. They probably so, have like, 15 episodes on hand. Um, yes, right? They may they do something do. over Christmas. You never um, know. They could, but we, we believe that there will be a long delay after they exhaust those 15 episodes. More. Uh, uh, yeah. As Peridot expressed, we should never have hope about anything. Right. Yeah, no. that's me. Okay, so let us know your thoughts on Sadie Killer, Kevin Party, and this entire bomb, and whether you take the over or under on in the middle of March. Get your responses in now. 
um, because uh, the longer it takes, the more you all will agree with me on the over. And uh, you can do that <laughs> overlyanimated.com. Click on the article, leave comments there, or uh, YouTube, YouTube comments. Um, so make sure to subscribe to us wherever you're listening to not miss any future Steven Universe podcasts. And uh, check out overlyanimated.com for second week of Star, as mentioned. Uh, Ruby, Ladybug, Mistcons, it's not stopping. And despite uh, our, our 500th <laughs> podcast came out today, too, because uh, we hit that. Um, so check all that at overlyanimated.com. Chat with us. Um, Come tell us the over under or whatever else on uh, Discord if you want. Uh, overlyanimated.com slash Discord for text chat. And then also uh, consider supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Uh, thank you very much to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, John, aka Johnny Bravo. And thanks as always to our Patreon executive producers, John Ryan, Steve, Alex, and Andy. Um, Yep, it uh, looks like just just about losing my voice now, right at the end here. So <laughs> it was inevitable, but uh, marathon four podcast day bomb complete. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, if if you listen to all four, especially on this this one day, please consider giving us at least like an iTunes review or something. That would help out a lot. Um, Overlyanimated dot com slash iTunes. Um, but yeah, we did it! Yay! Right, so yeah. Stephen was back, and now it's gone again in the span of one day. So that's fun. Yeah. Yep. A little blip, and then the timer begins yeah. again. See, see you guys in July for more Steven. Bye. Bye. <laughs> okay, yeah. Back to the hiatus with you here. Yeah, back to the hiatus. Talk right. to you guys. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Yes. Bye.